Well, hello, fellow humans. April here. Call myself the rainbow-haired girl here in the land of the internet. Can't really guarantee this is going to be anything spectacular. I'm not using any luxurious tools by any means. Uh, I'm sitting here in my slightly hideous 80s nightgown, which is not that hideous. It just is not that flattering to today's standards. <laughs> um, had a few drinks and... Uh, it was kind of nice. My dad and I worked in the garage today and it's something we've been wanting to do and um, as in like I've recently gotten, in, gotten into woodwork uh, using a scroll saw and he, my dad, is about to be laid off here in the winter here in Minnesota. It's, I don't know, doing, Minnesota's doing its weather bit, you know, here he, he does tar work and he's waiting to hear you know, if he's going to be able to go back to work a little bit yet before he gets laid off. But anyway, um, he cut out his first piece on the scroll saw, and, which is a snowman. Because my ideas are I'm moving on to Christmas stuff. And um, my issue with doing this podcast here is I don't know if I have a direction. I've, through contemplation, excuse me. Sorry, the beer is uh, burping back up. That's classy. All right, anyway. Um, I don't know if I have a direction with this, and there's a part of me that's like, well, that's the beauty of it. You don't have a direction. I did initially have a like a whole thought of, because I love the Golden Girls, and Gary V always says you can make a podcast or whatever about anything, and... So I was like, well, I want to base this on the Golden Girls. I was going to have two episodes air a week, one just talking about like real shit I'm going through and one just talking about the Golden Girls. But um, my plan right now, and I thought I had in my head is, you know, this this podcast is going to be called the Golden, or sorry, <laughs> this podcast is going to be called Thank You for Being a Friend. Because if you know the theme song of the Golden Girls, it's, you know, Thank You for Being a Friend. Thanks for being a friend, but, you know, I I think an issue of mine is I'm, like, way too open-minded, and I always think, I try to see shit from other people's point of views, which there's nothing wrong with that, but in the same sense, I'm like, well, it sounds so cheesy in a sense, like, so, I'll, I I gotta get to my backstory, I know that, because trying to talk to, it's, it's hard, because I'm like, I feel like I'm talking, trying to talk to the people that already know me, but I don't, even if somebody's listening to this that, like, kind of knows me or thinks they know me, you don't really know me. I, I literally, I don't have any super close friends. I have acquaintances, and some people that, you know, maybe are a little more than acquaintances, and I couldn't, like, nudge up there to be considered a friend, but... I I don't even know the last time I've ever had someone that I considered to be, like, to know me. You know, you have a best friend that knows you. You know, I have these two girls in my life, and since COVID and just other stuff, they've kind of gone their different directions in a sense, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's probably I'm at fault, too, but we've... We're not, we're not close. It's like we kind of talk, you know, hang out every 
now and again, but it's like they're, they're the ones that are like super tight knit. They know everything about every, you know, each and every, you know, themselves. And there was that one point where like I felt bad. And this is not like out of pity. I'm like trying to mention this, but it's like, that's where I, you know, I, I feel like this podcast could be something really good for myself. Like I was saying, it sounds selfish, but like, thank you for being a friend. Uh, Thank you for being a friend. You know, having listeners listen to me talk. And this is where it comes into play. I've been really trying to listen to other podcasts and shit. And, um, like Andy Frisilla and just some of the, like, big names out there. They're just badasses. And <sighs> You know, that and... <laughs> see I'm just I'm recording this on anchor right now and it's nothing fancy I don't think you could edit this on here so I'm just this is my first podcast it might suck it might be great it might be just whatever so that's also my other issue I'm like well I want it to be really great but you also need to embrace the suck I'm like well what is it gonna be I'm like dude April stop like I'm like this is probably anxiety it's like dude just shut the fuck up and like just talk and see what happens see what the world thinks if anybody even listens but um God. You know, I've I when I first initially started the idea of like doing a podcast, thank you for being a friend, the title of it was always in the forefront of my mind. And I had a realization as I put it off for well it's well about two weeks, damn or go on a month whereby um I mean we're friends. Just don't that this it's it's in my head, it's really fucking hard for me to classify somebody as a f- friend when you don't, like, hardcore, super-duper know somebody, and maybe that's my own disillusioned view of a friend. And this is where I feel like my childhood comes into play, because I'm like, do I really know what a close friend is? Because to me, a close friend would be somebody that knows me, and like I can talk to them... anything and everything they know everything and I had that growing up like neighborhood friends but we grew apart because you know I um so I had two childhood friends one came from a family of there was five siblings the other girl up the street had one other sibling and they, her parents ended up getting divorced, and it was kind of a really weird time, and I'll still never forget when they came and told us in the woods, we were all hanging out in the woods with our other neighbors that we don't talk to anymore, but, uh, that their parents were getting divorced, it seemed fake, and it seemed just, like, weird, and, like, ever since then, I never really talked to them anymore, and then my other neighbors that I was close to, the one girl, I... I just feel like I ended up, there was a point in my life in middle school, and I still remember this, because I'm like, I just ended up growing up faster than her, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I just felt like I didn't want to hang out with her anymore, and we just didn't get along, and that really was a point in my life where I, I think I really started shutting people out. kind of a weird uh realization though actually because I remember not 
and I didn't want to be around her anymore. But really, that's the start of my life where I just, like, ended up shutting everybody out. That's fucking weird. Hmm. Huh. That is a weird-ass realization, though. I was about middle school, and I really started shutting people out. To go back and reevaluate my time in my life, then, I guess. Um, so anyway... Before I hardcore babble on about my life now, let me just do a little rewind so you can maybe understand a little bit of where I'm coming from. So, I call myself the rainbow-haired girl. I've since... was probably about... well, was it middle school-ish? My mom took me to, uh... Uh... Like, one of those schools, you know, where, like... You get cheap deals where they're learning how to do hair and makeup and facial shit and all that. Whatever. That was about the first time where I got my hair dyed like a naturalish red but with blonde streaks. Because around that time, like, streaks were in and shit and whatever. 2000s, you know. Ever since then, I've always, like, been intrigued with dyeing my hair. And that was one of the only times where I had my hair professionally dyed and I just ended up learning how to do my own hair. Doesn't mean I'm a professional. I've had some people say, well, why don't you go to school for it? I'm like, nah, dude. <laughs> Trust me. You don't want me bleaching your hair and dyeing your hair. Trust me on <laughs> that one. Um, so I just, I've always had some fascination with dyeing my hair in weird colors and I know with being, calling myself the rainbow-haired girl, my hair should always be in some form of rainbow, but it's like, it's more than that. It's not just, it's just about self-expression. Like, I am the rainbow-haired girl and a saying in my head and a seat on my blog site, I just say, be fabulous or stay fabulous. It's just a saying in my head. Just be your own version of fabulous and... It's something I want to preach with my message in the Rainbow Haired Girl in that brand is that you have to be your own version of fabulous. And like just because somebody looks different than you or acts different than you or dresses different or all that, you know, good, fun, loving stuff, you don't have to agree with it. And that's a problem in our society. It's like, dude, if you don't fucking like it, look the other way, shut your phone off, go follow somebody else. You don't need to sit there and bitch at somebody else and whatever. I'm like, especially in today, like now with the election and shit, and I don't, I don't want to preach politics on here, but I've had some people on like my personal Facebook page where I, they preach such bad hate towards one side and like I've seen it from both sides. I'm like, I hate reading that. I really do. But in the same sense, I just, I keep scrolling because I'm sorry, I'm not going to be the one to delete somebody off my Facebook page or something they believe in. There is one person that comes into mind, and obviously I'm not going to say who or like whatever, but they pre, they, they say such bad things towards this person in the election that... I don't care how much you disagree with somebody. This shit this person says, I mean, it's bad. Like, to the point of, like, death. And, like, you still support this person, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude. And I know, really, there is a part of that, like, wants to delete this person off my Facebook page. But there's also just a huge, like, moral part of me that's like, I mean, if that's what you believe, bro, that's totally on you. But I... 
I mean, obviously I've, I've started to form an opinion because I hate seeing that shit when you're like wishing death upon somebody or like saying, oh, if you still support this person, you're a terrible person. I'm like, and th- this is like where it's hard for me to even like want to start this podcast in a sense because I'm so, sometimes I think I'm too open-minded and try to be too understanding where it's like, okay, well, that's where you're coming from. I mean, okay, I guess that's cool. But in the same sense, there is a part of me that wants to shut this person out. I don't, I'm not close to them hardcore by any means, but you know, it's, it's just incredibly frustrating. I hate when people talk like that and like, you still support this person, you're a terrible person, blah, 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 you're this, you're that. I'm like, that's the problem with social media. It's like, and you know, I've had people, I, I rarely try to share my political bullshit on, you know, social media. And usually it's Facebook, but personal shit is where I, you know, if I were to share a political thing, that's where it would be. <coughs> but when the riots started happening here in Minneapolis, I couldn't help but, you know, sh- share some shit with my thoughts but instantly it goes you share one thing and then you know people come out of the woodworks and like start to call you out and like call you a terrible person like I don't talk to you on a daily basis you don't fucking know me so why would you assume this that or the other thing and also delete me off Facebook and it's such a petty thing and it's like it's such a little thing too it's like don't worry about who deletes you but in the same token I'd be lying if I said it didn't, like, affect me a little bit. And, like, why are people this way? And this is also why I'm, like, I don't want to get close to people. But I also think there's a lot of childhood trauma and shit of why I don't want to get close to people. And it's probably something I'll figure out and delve into later in my life here. It's something I'm slowly kind of starting to connect the pieces. And there's just, there's a lot of shit. I mean, there's just a lot of shit I could get into my really personal shit on here. Maybe one day, but probably not in this one episode. But, you know, if I've I it's been two years now and lying if I said it doesn't still affect me and I still don't think about it is shit with my ex. Um if you go on my website, the rainbowhairedgirl.com, there's a blog and a few different blogs about it. Um you know, words fucking hurt and I almost don't know if I don't know how to process everything that happened with my ex. And at the end of the day, he's the one who was damaged. And just he would get, long story short, get drunk and text me super rude shit. And just like downgrade me and my family. And I spent so long trying to see the good in him. And the one thing I've really taken away from that relationship and that time in my life is... I don't want to see the good in people anymore. I don't want to... I spent so long trying to see that, that it's... To me, it's not worth it anymore. I'm like, I spent so long after all the rude shit he said and all that, you know, good love and stuff, that now, to be where I'm at, I'm like, why? Why bother? You know, I could care less what he thinks about me now. If he's even hearing or reading any of my shit. If he got what he wanted. And I don't give a shit. I still remember at one point. There's people. I don't I've never really shared this much. But it was. In some. Some way in the sense that. Said that. Well you haven't been in many relationships. You don't know what. Like how a relationship can destroy you. And I'm always in my head. I'm like well. You got what you wanted bro. But I don't care because, like, it's, 
you know, everybody can interpret that different. I mean, yes, I do care, but I don't care. I, it was a defining moment in my life and I wouldn't change it. I just, I, you know, shit. <laughs> it's hard because I, you know, I deal with a lot of shit with my mom and her health's been going on for 10 fucking years and I'm back living at home now, you know, sometimes I think it's out of spite, but I did it all on my motherfucking own. I got my own damn apartment after, it was four months after my ex and I broke up. I got my own fucking apartment, $935 a month. I fucking did it all on my own. Nobody else lived with me. One bedroom apartment. I did it all on my fucking own. He always said I was never ready to move out. I'm like, well, fuck you. And this is where, you know, now, I used to always be, I'm like, well, fuck you, I'm going to prove you wrong. But something, at, like, switched after that relationship. I I never, I always felt like, oh, well, I'm being an asshole or I'm conceited for thinking that way. But I'm like, I, I want to get back. To, it is who I am. It is the Aries in me. I know people say, well, you shouldn't, like, def, you know, use your horoscope, your astrology sign or whatever <clears throat> as an excuse. I'm like, it's not an excuse. And I'm like, I, I am someone who believes in astrology. So if you, whether you believe it or not, Whatever. I do. Because I am 110% an Aries woman. Like, I... Headstrong, bad temper tantrum, bad... I shouldn't say temper tantrum, but bad anger management, all that shit. Like, but I, I wanna... Dude, I do wanna one-up you. I wanna prove you so fucking wrong. And deep down, I know that's what I want. I'm like... I was like, well... At the end of the day, I'm like... I'm a confident person, but I'm also a very insecure person at the same fucking time. Like... Like, what if somebody thinks this? I'm like, dude, fuck you. I know, I know I should say fuck you. It does not fucking matter. I used, you know, I really, before I met my ex, I used to just like, oh, well, you can do that? Well, <laughs> bitch, I can do it better. I want to get back to that. I'm like, I know people do, some people do view that as cocky and conceited, but I'm like, dude, it is who I am. I don't mean it in a bad way. But I'm like, oh, you can do that really good? Well, hmm, I can do it better. Just watch. God damn it. <sighs> I really can. I really can do it better. And I really can be better than I am right now, too. You know, I, starting this podcast, I'm like, well, we got to embrace the suck. And I'm like, well, I don't want this to suck. <laughs> Nobody wants it to suck. And that's also why so many people don't start. And I'm like, I know I'm just going to start. And whether, you know, one person or ten or a million people listen to this first episode of this podcast, I don't know. I, it's, I, mm, I've always said, and I've said this since I was in high school, I'm like, if I could help one person and, like, change their fucking life, my life would be complete. And I don't know where along the lines here I kind of, like, forgot that message, but it's really how I feel, and... And... You know, today I listened to, I cannot remember this guy's first name off the top of my head and it pisses me off because I don't know if I can get out of this, filming this episode here on my phone, but Babcock is his last name. I know he went went to prison and he's he's got a badass podcast. I'm like, I, it was my first day back at the gym today. I'm like, I'm going to listen to this first newest episode he's got. And to me... I am someone who believes in, like, the universe works in your favor and all that shit. And I clicked on that. And I'm like, literally that whole podcast was everything I needed to hear. And if I can figure out how to edit, if I can comment below, I will figure out how to put that in here. What is, what is today? 
today is October. I think today's like October 25th or 26th. I don't even know. It's a whole story with that too. And I suppose I could end up concluding this with the fact that, um, or at least on the subject that I, uh, I don't know the direction with this podcast. I know I'm going to call it Thank You for Being a Friend. To create a community of people like just feel like they're fucking outcasts and like you just need a friend. You like want friends but you don't want friends. You know that type of shit because that's how I am too. <laughs> Hence why I don't have any fucking close friends on my own worst nightmare when it comes to that. But like <laughs> I want to talk about everything and just everything. But how do you create like an audience with that and how do you, you know a following so my thought with that is I recently quit my bakery job that I really liked I had left this major wholesaler you can find a blog blog about that on my website too the rainbowhairedgirl.com yes shameless plug I know I don't remember the name of that blog post. I'm just going to be honest with you. <laughs> Shit I try to block out, which is sad. After I write something and like post something, it might be the same with this podcast. I just want to forget about it. Which, that's I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Find out soon. Anyway, um, I hated my job there. It was when I lived in my apartment. I, the sad thing is, like I worked part-time at this place, and I was able to make do okay. I mean, I don't have too many bills to pay. I just had my stupid-ass expensive, you know rent payment but I was so fucking miserable at that job and it makes me sad looking back at my time at my first apartment that I was so miserable at my job I would drink before going there yeah I that became a really really bad habit I'm not gonna lie uh it's not something I'm proud of by any fucking means um but anyway I had worked at this other bakery part-time with a local bakery here and Good old Anoka, Minnesota, the home capital of the world. And, um, due to, I don't want to go into two, I would love to talk about it more, but due to lack of poor ownership and organization, I had never wanted to go there full time. They were always pretty decent to me there, though, but it was just, you know, I come from a family that's owned several restaurants and shit. So, I'm like, honestly, I kind of know what it takes to run a fucking restaurant and business in that sense. I grew up with it my whole life. And I've always loved bakery shit, sweets, because, you know, really it makes people happy. Most people. Like, it's, you know, a donut, a cupcake, a cake or whatever, you know, just sweets uh, you know you can play with color I've always, like playing with color I love, obviously I call myself the rainbow haired girl but I finally left that job to go there full time and of course 2020 as you'd have it which you know it's kind of notorious for it now but to me I'm like honestly shit happens every fucking year this year is just notorious for being extra shitty but um luckily I had only one month to pay at my apartment when I had, you know, made this decision. I had some money put away. Think, think whatever is holy out there. Um, everything got shut down. I wasn't working at my other job. Didn't have any income coming in. Was able to get unemployment. But it was very concerning. But I was able to pay for my... It was the last two months rent, really. But um, everything got shut down. Moved back home with my parents. That was my initial plan anyway. Um, 
where was I going with that? That's, yeah, I, I really liked my job there, and it just sucks. But, let's see, so that was March 2nd, I quit my wholesaler job before toilet paper and all that shit literally hit the fan. So, April, May, June, July, August. Was it like September I quit? I don't even remember now. So, I worked there for about six to seven months. And due to some poor decisions on the management's part, the whole night crew ended up quitting. I'd put in my two weeks, but I ended up just quitting. I was almost done with my two weeks, but I just said, fuck it, because just shit, just shit was stupid and just, you know... You know, yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, um, I, <laughs> so basically where I'm at now, if you don't know who I am, I, that part of my life, and then I, I, I wanted to focus on, I got into woodwork, and it's something I really actually do fucking love a lot, I, I could spend the whole day in the garage designing, creating, cutting, Painting, whatever, finishing, screwing together, everything on a scroll saw. I really think I found, like, my life's calling working in woodwork. And, um, I'll leave it at that. I'll elaborate more on that later. But if you're really just, like, discovering who I am, with that being said, me leaving that bakery job, I had had... A warehouse job lined up. Had the most bad anxiety pulling up to this interview. Because I had worked at a huge food service job for a year. And that's where I met my ex. Hey. Um, if you work. If you do like work in a warehouse job. In like a food service industry thing. Where you you know they pack up on pallets. Big, build big pallets. Listen to a headset. Tell you where to go type of shit. Build a pallet. It's a stressful job. It can be long hours. It fucking sucks. It's easy in a sense if you're willing to do that physical work and you can bust your ass, but it's it's just, it's hard. And I'm not against that. I guess I probably just have nightmares because of my ex being there. But this job, it would have worked out. It was initially Monday through Wednesday, but the one job posting site that I had seen was Monday, Tuesday, or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm like, well, I'll do it if it's Monday, Tuesday. Walked into the interview. It wasn't even an interview. The guy was like, do you have any questions for me? I'm like, well, don't you have any questions for me? And then we just kind of chatted. And I'm like, okay, well, this is fucking weird. And, you know, I'm like, okay, obviously we got to go do a drug test. I didn't think anything fucking of it. Because I don't do drugs. I mean, I like my alcohol. Don't get me wrong. Um, You know, I was still... <clears throat> getting into my woodwork shit and I'm like the night before I was out in the garage and I had line and kugel line and kugel seltzer things they had they were on clearance at a grocery store by me I'm like oh, I'm gonna get these I had three of them and it was all before 11 o'clock and I remember looking at the clock I'm like dude I maybe shouldn't have had these because I'm like I don't know if it would affect the drug test because I wanted to go take it that Monday I think it was Monday you know I get up and go Get ready to do the drug test. Drink all my coffee like I normally do because I love coffee. And with COVID and shit, this place was at a different drug test than like I've ever been to. I've only been to ever one drug test place for any other job I've had. And this place, I'm like, you gotta pull up, you gotta fucking call and be like, then check in. And I'm sorry, I'm a little cynical when it comes to this shit because it's dummy honestly, and it's just getting old. It sucks. It does suck. But I respect 
You know, I respect it. Like, whatever. Anyway. Calling me check-in. It was taking forever. And mind you, I have the bat- bladder the size of a fucking pee. I pee every, like, five fucking minutes. Doesn't matter. Just doesn't matter. Drinking coffee does not help at all. So I'm, like, calling him. You know, I checked in. I called him back. I'm like, dude, how long is this going to take? Because Target was right over there. I'm like, I'm going to go into Target and pee. Because, like, I have to pee now. So I still sucked it up and, like, stayed there. And I had to pee so bad. But, you know, drinking coffee that I had brought with me, you know, sure helped. So fast forward, blah, blah, blah. If you know anything about this, you shouldn't be drinking coffee beforehand. Or apparently a lot of water beforehand. Because it can make your pee diluted. So I did not get that job. Which, to me, was the my sign from the universe, like, it's time to focus on your craft and your website, your podcast, and any dreams you might have. I'm giving myself till March 31st, which is my birthday, March 31st, 2021, to figure my shit out and, like, see how far I can get myself. Six months is not long. So far, I feel like I've spent almost 50% of my time in bed binge-watching shit because I've been depressed, like, what the fuck's the matter with me? Why are you doing this? What, why, what, what the fuck's the matter with you? So basically, with this podcast, is what I'm getting at, is I'm gonna talk weekly about what I'm going through, try to take different subjects and shit and, like, incorporate into that, but if I had a main focus, it's like I'm quitting my job day job for six fucking months to see how far I can get myself in my life and what I'm whatever in the hell my goals are and I don't even know if I know what they are and that's a sad thing I just I've always told myself and I've always felt it deep in my soul that I'm meant for something more than whatever it is I'm doing I'm sick of fucking working for somebody else and you know what yes I am I hate this word but yes blessed to be living back at home and my parents I was paying rent when I first moved back but my mom has had a lot of fucking health issues I've had to bring her with so many appointments and you know this is a could be a touchy subject and differing opinions for everyone but we've worked it out where I'm not paying rent now you know I, I take her to her appointments and try to help her with what I can it's my mom's health is a very touchy subject and I will try to elaborate in future podcasts because it's uh, it's a pretty, it's a big issue. I'm an only child, and my, it's, it's been hard. My dad and I, and family in general, it's, it's been hard. We'll just, we'll, it's, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at that. We don't, we'll talk about that later, but, you know, the, the podcast I listened to today from, I cannot remember his first name, his last name is Babcock, but. He was talking to the guy from Lending Tree. I don't know if he's a CEO or who he is. I don't even remember now. But, you know, he said, like, and it fucking just hit home to me. He's like, you know, I haven't had this extraordinary, like, childhood where, like, I went to prison or I did all this or I came up poor and all this. I was very middle class. I'm like, that's how I am, really. I mean, the stuff with my mom's health, it's been it's been hard on my mental health. It's been whole, hard on my whole family because she doesn't realize how she's affected us. And it's like, it's kind of a, just put a band-aid on everything to keep everybody to shut up type of shit. And, but at the end of the day, that just digs you a deeper hole, really, if that makes any sense. And, um... It will, it's for, it will forever scar me. It really fucking will, and it already has, and it's, 
And I think that's why I, like, I shut people out of my life. But, you know, this guy from Lending Tree, and talks about, like, people act like if you haven't had this, like, horrible childhood, you're not meant to succeed or you don't have this drive to succeed. And, like, it's so true. And, like, I think that's where I get down on myself because I'm like, I've had a good childhood. And I know I have, despite the parents. Like, my parents have worked super fucking hard, but, and taught me that, to work hard to get what you know to where you want in life but in a sense they've also haven't been there because they've been working so much and building a business my mom was and but her mom wasn't a good parent and I think my mom hasn't healed from that and I'm like I don't know I do kind of believe in like past souls inhabiting our bodies I'm like well what did I come from you know like where my soul like where did this she where did she originate from? Because I'm like, I feel this pain from my mom that there's something in her from being a child that hasn't healed. And for so long, I spent my time trying to figure out how I can heal her, but this is really the first time in my life where I'm like, I don't fucking care anymore. I can't fucking do it because it's destroying my life. So, um... Anyway... That's a little bit of snippet. I don't know if that made any sense. I'm going to listen to this back and hope it made sense and ask my friend to tell me what sucks about, <laughs> about this podcast. So I'm going to embrace the suck and I hope you'll keep coming back to listening to this because I only plan on growing from here. So I really fucking appreciate you listening to this whole podcast and I hope to see you back. Thanks.